Hello and welcome to the book group. Every day in libraries and pubs and front rooms and clubs, people are meeting to discuss books. The book group has become one of the biggest cultural phenomena of our time. But have you ever stopped to wonder where all this started? Over the past few months, in this very occasional podcast series, I've been lurking at book groups up and down the country, and the more I visit them, the more I realise that something strange and wonderful is very often taking place in them. Book groups bring groups of people together around a book. They can be very different people, they can be neighbours, but somehow the book invites conversation and kind of builds a bond between people who wouldn't normally be talking together, certainly not in a kind of meaningful way. So where did all this start? Because when I was a kid, there was no such thing as a book group. I don't remember ever hearing anybody in the 60s and 70s talking about book clubs or anything like that. And if you listen to previous episodes, I began to build this theory that maybe it was the internet that brought this all into being. After all, the email allows you to communicate with people and to organise a book group and then websites like meetup.com allow you to find common interest groups and a few of the groups I've visited have been meetup groups. Uh, and I got this other theory that maybe actually book groups were a kind of rebellion against the internet, that maybe uh, this very virtual world we're all now living in made you want to rebel against it and have proper groups meeting face to face, talking about proper real books and have meaningful stuff and that was all brilliant it's a very nice theory except I then went earlier this year to go and meet a group of women down in Dorset at a beautiful converted farmhouse and barn and they kind of blew my theory completely out of the water so I mean what I'd like to talk to you about is at this stage just talk about the um the history of the group yeah. and how, well, it's, how it started. We're quite interested in our own history, actually, because quietly we think we're one of the oldest book clubs going, certainly mm. in this part of the world. Um, and it all happened because 1987, we went to Bermuda and uh, for two years, and I was introduced to a book club, a girls' book club, over there. I'd never heard of it, I didn't know what it was. Friends said, come along and join in. And, um, and so I did that for the while I was there. And it was a huge fun, well, I loved it. So when we came back two years later, 89, 90, um, after six months or so, settling back in, I suddenly thought, well, she might be quite fun to uh, start up a book club. Um, the house belongs to a woman called Jill. And the woman who's speaking is actually another woman called Jill, who's the woman who started this book group up. Uh, and basically what she's saying is she's, she was in a book group in 1987 and started this one in 1991. And email didn't really get going in this country until the mid-90s, the very earliest. So that's my theory kind of sunk uh, for the meantime anyway. So here, sitting on a sofa in this very modern, open-plan conversion, um, Jill and one of the other original founders, a woman called Ims, is, are telling me about how the group started. And I wrote round, I think, about 13 of us, didn't I, Ims? Yes. I think, yeah, you and about 10 or 12 yes. others. Um, and of my sort of close friends, and said, explained the idea, 
So what do you think? Shall we have a little sort of introductory meeting and, um, and see what we think about whether it would be a good idea? And really, that's how it started. And this was back in 19... Well, it was either 1990 or 91. I, I yes. feel that it might have been 91. But, you know, that tells you how old, long we've been going. Um, just and when you say you wrote round, because these days, one of the reasons why there are so many book clubs is because there's email. Oh, when you say you wrote... All, all I by letter. All by letter. Yeah. The whole... And when... And then I, as I... After each meeting, we decided, yes, we'd go ahead. Um, and after each meeting, I then uh, sent out a letter to everybody in an envelope with a stamp on... Which we and provided. Which, we used to provide the, twelve envelopes with our name and address and stamped. What a system! And at the yeah. beginning of the year, we used to give Jill this stamp <laughs> with elastic band round it. And bless her, she used to type this letter, type the letter out, and then put it in the envelopes and post it to yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. And um, and actually, I didn't do that initially. I, it was after I'd sent two or three letters. I thought, blimey, this is costing me rather oh, a lot yes, in stamps yes, and everything right, else. Yes. We suddenly came upon this system, yeah. which was brilliant. Worked for. Years and heaven knows we gradually started getting to use email and I do remember for quite a long time because I adopted email quite early on. One or two certainly others before did as well. me. Yes. yes. Certainly before me. So there was one stage when I was emailing some of the girls with the letters and mm -hmm. things, and still posting <laughs> actual snail mail to some of the others. But it worked, and then gradually everybody got yes. onto email, and of course, in my life was so much easier. I bet. I could just, you know, I just type this letter out, and I just rejig it each month, or each time we, you know, I do a letter. Do you remember what the reaction was? I mean, you said, you know, people said it, but I mean, it was it was not a common idea in those days. No, the book groups. Everybody was. Well, I don't know. What did you feel when I wrote you that letter? Oh, no, I thought it was a lovely idea because you had been away for two years, and actually. Um, other friends had been away and back, and it was a lovely way of getting together. Yeah. And at that stage, we all had young children, and so it meant you actually had one evening a month that you... you well, it made us read books. One <laughs> evening a month where you met your friends and, uh, and chatted about a book, so you didn't, weren't just sort of chatting aimlessly. Not that we ever chat aimlessly. <laughs> um, but you're chatting about a book and, and yeah. reading books, and so it worked, and then gradually um, it grew a little bit, one or two people. We had to be a bit careful mm. because you don't want it to get too big. Well, so that people, was a tricky one. Yes, I mean, there were these, I don't know, core 13 or, or so, and every so often somebody would say, oh, my great friend loves the sound of the book club, can she join? I mean, the numbers grew to about 21 at one stage. We were, too, we were too many, really, at one stage. Um, and some, some girls who were sort of brought in who... I love the way Jill really calls them all the girls still. ...solid friends of everybody. Anyway, at that juncture, we decided to let um, the attrition rate set in. And so people who dropped by the wayside left, and we have, we've not replaced. And it's, as I say, what we are now is 18 members, three of whom are now very rarely with us. Um... That's you know it's working its way way downwards and we're never going to replace now. No, no, because to because actually, dynamic yes, exactly, and also we still have to be careful because sometimes you only get five or six, which is lovely. There are possibly twice a year when we do get everybody, yes. particularly the sort of autumn meeting, yes. and if it gets too big and everybody's there, you get splinter discussions. 
um, you know, people start talking about another part of the book or something else, and then Jill has to <coughs> bring us all back. <laughs> but that's always been your acknowledged role in it, because you're the founder. Absolutely, and I have. You did I try. Have <laughs> you did if try. If they would like me to not do it, and we'd take it in turns to sort of chair it and, and we everything else. We did try else. that for a little while, I, but it didn't. It didn't it really didn't work. Didn't and basically, work. they're lazy load of boxes, and they're very happy for yeah. me to boss them around. Because I'm prepared so to do well. it, and I and I enjoy doing yeah. it, and I know that basically it keeps us together, right. and they like that. But if I've taken a bit of a hit on my internet theory, the other thing I've been saying stands true. Books really do bring people together in extraordinary ways. It's something about the communal act of reading a book and discussing it all together. If it had stopped, if it had tipped over to the social and the book had almost withered as the part of the evening, do you think it would have continued? No. No, it wouldn't. Um, I, no. I, no, it wouldn't. Absolutely not, because mm. I didn't think that I would have wanted to try and organise a cocktail party every month. <laughs> well, I, no, no, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I think there would have been no yes. point. No, there yeah. would have been no yeah. point, because the whole point yeah. is the book. And in the uh, there have been times when you've... You know, you've been sitting, I can remember sitting outside school, doing the school run, trying to finish the book because it was book club that night and you actually quite... And it really, oh yes, really... It really focuses the mind. It really focuses yeah, you, really it made you read things and particularly read things that I possibly wouldn't... Read, you know, reading is oh. always something that you mm -hmm. can also put off, but actually we, we enjoy it. And you get very so You get very lazy. Do you remember the book you started on? on the yes, first yes. absolutely. <laughs> totally and utterly. Yeah, and... And The Handmaid's Tale. The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, well, there you go. Which, of course, oh, that was interesting. The, I can remember, after we read it, mm. it was all a bit, ooh, because it was the book, wasn't it, then? Yeah. And, sort of, yeah. um, and then there was a film made of it. Yep. And do you remember we had a film evening in some little house? Um, a sort of DVD, yes. you know, a, a cassette thing. And then, of course, it's... Well, now it's suddenly come back to... Come back. I haven't actually watched it. it, 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 it no, it's, 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 in fact, I haven't. I'm able to reread it. In television. I mean, oddly, oddly sort of um, topical in a way. Yes. What's, what's then been the thing that's held the group together over this? You know, it's an extraordinary time for a group of people to be doing something. Huge friendship as and love. Deep friendship, mm -hmm. yes. Deep, deep friendship, which goes back to when we were all had littlies. I yes. mean, like, you know, Yabie. Um, and they're not so they Yabie anymore. They're, no, well, I mean, our children are all in their late 30s, 40s, and 40s now. And most of us have now got grandchildren. Um, we all, and and we so, all, you know, we, have we really all stuck get on. Together. We have stuck yeah. together. We all get on well, don't we? We, we all, we do. We're friends. We're good we're friends. We're really good friends. Right. Yes. And, it's, and like all great book groups, it has an archivist. Again, it's Jill who keeps a record of every single meeting uh, since they first got together so you keep a good archive oh of you've been brilliant you keep an amazing well, archive you. go on please oh, please show you my file of letters from 20 wow. years yeah. so it's a big red box folder it's called a, book club with yeah. a large a red box called book club hang on this one okay well um this these are all the letters and the millhouse book club Mill which house is, of course, your house, your original house. Your original, my house, original yes. house, and uh, we, so we still just call it the Mill House Book Club, but, I mean, it doesn't really get referred to as that. Um, right, this is, this is one of the letters, which basically we... I, I just put the name of the book that we yeah. were discussing at the, la at the last meeting, and then I explained very briefly... Um, 
you know, well, that was, I would have to put my glasses on to read that. I can't remember what I said now about the last one. That's but, it, uh, Philip Quinn yes, Jones. I mean, um, yeah, the Venetian game, which was oh, just a sort of a rather fun thing. Eight of us had a lovely evening and a delicious supper, many thanks to Anne. Mm, you know, yeah. it always starts something like that. And then the fog had cleared on the way home. <laughs> yeah. We'd all read the book, and even those who hadn't been to Venice found it most enjoyable. I'd been a bit concerned that you might lose something if you didn't actually know about the places where the action was set, but apparently not. Not a taxing read, but some good characters, characters in a great setting, and an inter interesting, if quirky, plot. If you haven't yet been to Venice, it's a must before it's totally destroyed by Chinese tourists. <laughs> Go out of season and avoid carnival time. It's a very sort of lightweight yeah, little yeah. sort of thing. Just a little distillation and, of what went yeah, on. Yeah. Quite. That one was actually particularly lightweight. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that was another one that we read there. That was um, The Gentleman in Moscow. Oh, yes. Oh, we all oh, yes, thoroughly really Have you read that? No, I haven't. Oh, well, that, was, great, that was terrific. Yeah. Terrific fun. Um, it's that's an, a wonderful archive. Well, it is, and it, I mean, actually, I mean, this this pile actually goes back to twenty fifteen. But at home, or in the bottom of here somewhere, I've got, got the, the, going back to nineteen ninety one. Oh, there they are. Yeah, um, the whole lot, you see. And um, oh, and look at this. The the original ones in this brown envelope. That's a lot of work in it's there. A, 30 years of stuff here. Yes, Look is. at this. Um, oh, yeah. You see, typed. Yeah. The Mill House, June 17th, 1995. Very good. Electric oh, typewriters. People electric wouldn't know what they were these days, would they? Yeah. I know. So. Um, that's wonderful. And many, many I, books. I, I sort of. Oh, oh that's right. Hundreds the of books. books. Yeah, and many, books. many books. And I also have a typed out list of all the books we've read. Wow. <laughs> That's brilliant, isn't it? Um, but you see, that's very I fine books there. Always think that I'm rather chaotic, but actually, this proves that I. You're, a, you're clearly not. The sort of. Um, it's very interesting how some books absolutely ping out in our memories yeah. as being ones we all thought were brilliant and everything else. Um, and, it's very uh, eclectic as well. There's a lot of people okay, bring a lot of. Yeah. We, we're, we're doing from three men in a boat yeah. all over the place. Yes, we yeah. which is which is why I think it works. Yeah. We we will mm. read all sorts. Mm. Um, yeah, it has to be said that sometimes we think we perhaps ought to go back to the beginning and start reading through them all again. <laughs> Outside, it's a beautiful summer evening, and as we talk, the other girls, the other members of the group, are gradually arriving in their cars, parking outside the gates, and walking across the gravel to come and join us in the house where they're gathering in the, in the room next door to where we're sitting. But on the question, just would you speculate why, you know, there have been books, novels have been read for the last 300 years. Why have book groups happened now? Have you got any ideas? Surely. I mean, I don't know whether it's because women don't have um, places to get together and chat so much now because people are working. I don't know whether that's rubbish or... Um, it's quite easy now to buy paperbacks. It's quite easy. We mm. did start a few, quite a few years ago, say, trying to sort of get books from the library um, because we, we were buying twelve books a year, nine, nine books a year. That didn't work because you went to the library and of course they didn't have seventeen of the same book, so you must be then start to buy them. And and paperbacks became reasonably 
available at the bookshops, they were cheaper. Now, of course, you can pick up books on Amazon for postage and packing for a pound. So I think that's... A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. And Kindles. And Kindles. So I think think that's why they've continued as a book club in the format, because it's, it's, it's simple, it's inexpensive. And you go to somebody's house, you haven't got to go to a pub or to, to a, a restaurant or something. We, we rotate around the houses. Um, you know, not, we don't, next meeting will be in somebody else's house, somebody else will host it. So, um, Have you noticed books changing much in that 20-something years? There are masses and more authors. More. I mean, there are and just so many to choose from. Yeah. If you look at all the, the reviews of the magazines and the, paper, the weekend papers, I mean, they're just pages and pages and pages of books. And, and they're very often all of a piece, slightly, aren't they? Slightly. There are fashions in books, yes. aren't there? And there's an awful lot of stuff that comes out that's a bit similar. Yes. So, um, Oh, Sally, come and join us. Yes, there's Sally. Yes. This is Sally, who was supposed to be here earlier. Sorry, Sally. This is William. Yeah. Hello. Sally, come and sit here. Let me shake your hand. Just going back, because you weren't here at the beginning, but what do you remember of the very start of it, then? I think, um, I remember you suggesting it as an idea. Mm. And th- just thinking it was a, a great idea, and that it would actually make me read things that I would never otherwise have read. And um, yeah. it was mm. a it was a lovely way to get together because I I worked as a sort of um, uh, author and illustrator which is quite solitary in some ways so this gathering together of, um, to discuss something was really great for me. Author of illustrator of what children's books. children's books? Yes, and so it was a mm. wonderful thing and it just but it I don't think any of us ever thought that it would extend into the future. It was just something that Jill started and um, and. And now it's time finally for the book group to begin. I retreat uh, gracefully to another room in in this huge country house. Um, Some groups just prefer it if there's not a microphone running, which is fair enough. Um, And it's two books they're discussing this time around. Uh, Both books set during the Second World War, both set around uh, the Japanese invasion of their neighbours during the Second World War. The first is The Gift of Rain by Tang or Twang Eng, which was set in Penang in 1939 and afterwards. And it's kind of mystical story of identity, friendship and betrayal uh, during, during the war. The second book is Daughters of the Dragon by William Andrew. It's a fictionalised account of the Korean comfort women. Basically, they were Korean women who were forced into prostitution during the Second World War by the invading Japanese... Uh, troops and the writer William Andrews kind of reimagines the life of one of these women during the war and after the war so after they've discussed that I rejoined the group and all sat around this lovely big round table in uh, the room next to where we'd been earlier and they're eating salad and cheese and drinking wine and talking about the books still but also celebrating the fact that they have been together for an amazing 27 years. Jill, 27 years. Finally, for the benefit of the podcast, I just asked them to sum up really what they thought of the books. Right. Well, oh, okay. Well, did everybody? Did everybody? Uh, uh, well, I personally enjoy. 
did enjoy. I think I can use the word enjoy um, the gift of rain. Yes. I did. I did okay. enjoy it. I just I found it fascinating. As you Sarah said, so many different threads, mm. and um, and quite beautifully written. Mm. Um, exactly. I, that's I what was, I enjoyed about yeah. it. Yes. 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 But um, and the daughters of the dragon, which with its sort of slightly linking sort of theme, enjoy. I think is probably not a word we would use. Mm. But yeah. I'm fascinated to have read it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yes. you're you know you you having not read the other one, what what would you say? I totally about enjoyed. Um, if that's the right word, daughters of the dragon. Just yeah. it's very informative and made you think about the history. It, Informed you of something you didn't know about before. Right. Um, no, I, enjoy, I think and, I did enjoy. Perhaps it. its relevance to modern day Korea. Yeah, it's been such a sentence on those women that they yes. haven't still haven't shaken off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he made a. He was a good storyteller, really, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Wove the story. It was obviously mm. very male dominated, wasn't it? Mm. It was very male dominated mm. indeed. Mm. But um, they're not a book I'm about to read again. No, <laughs> and actually but not a book that I, because often with books, if I've really enjoyed it, I pass it on to the girls, mm. my daughters, but I... I oh, that's interesting. So here's to another 27 years of the Middlehouse Book Club. I have actually come across another book group in America um, who say they've been going for 100 years and have the records to prove it. Maybe that's how... The book club that ended up in the Bahamas, the one that Jill came across, because there's an American community there. But either way, it doesn't stop the fact that 27 years is an amazing achievement. Listening to them all talk when the microphone was off, they sort of... It was so clear there were a group of people who had, who had kind of stuck with each other and, and supported each other and loved each other over that period. As they juggled careers, and some of them pretty impressive careers that I didn't get into talking about, and as they juggled that with raising young children and then watching those young children grow up and have their own children. And then, as they've kind of grown old together, because uh, they're all reaching a certain age and some of them have had some serious setbacks uh, as they've grown old, stuff that they talked about, again, off mic. Um, uh, But they're kind of still there as a book group, and I think that's a really interesting thing. As Jill said, they wouldn't have stuck together if it was just a social, if it was just a dinner party, if it was just cocktails. Um, it was the books that held them together, which is really curious, I think. I think this is something, it's kind of like a new role of of reading in our society, if that's not too poncy a way to put it. Um, if you know any groups who've been around as long or longer than this one, please get in touch at uh, bookgroup at williamshaw.com. Or if there's any other things that come out of this that you want to talk about, drop me a line. The books they were discussing were The Gift of Rain by Tan Twang Eng and Daughters of the Rain by William Andrews. Other books they mentioned were The Venetian Game by Philip Quinn Jones and A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Towlers. Time for me to head off anyway. Um, as you've probably gathered, this one was recorded sometime in the summer. It's taken me months to get around to editing it. Life's busy. Um, so I'm not sure how many of these I'm going to get round to, but uh, drop me a line to encourage me if you want to hear more of them. All the best.